Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. Too early for Miller time? <laughs> On 1485 Radio Today. Please welcome now to Miller Time here on Radio Today, John Endress. He's the uh, president, or rather the chairman of the Brian Fern Residents Association. Good morning, sir. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling me. And uh, the reason we're calling you today, I know you're a very busy man, so I want to get right to the point um, <laughs> and, and, and get your take on this. But uh, obviously there's been a... Uh, news everywhere, all over the, the all over the the city, really, and all over the province, that the city of Johannesburg is posing to raise tariffs for the 2020/21 budget year, and uh, you have decided to uh, head up a, a charge against this, uh, rather than just uh, being quiet about it. You're you're, you're basically uh, taking the side of the residents here in the Randburg area, and uh, you are not alone because you've actually joined forces with 12. Is it 12 other associations? That's right. Yes. So uh, exactly. tell us, what made you decide to stand up and say enough is enough and we're, just, we're not going to do this anymore? Well, the background, I think, is that uh, many residents and citizens of South Africa are currently facing a very difficult situation yeah. um, economically. Um, and, you know, we, we know that people are losing their jobs, they're losing incomes, um, and mm-hmm. everybody's having to tighten their belts and save costs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, we see that in businesses that we work with. Uh, they're going through their expenses with a fine-tooth comb. They're cutting costs as much as they can in order to, you know, save their businesses and try to return to profitability. Mm. Um, and then we we were amazed to see that the city of Johannesburg doesn't seem to realize this. Um, it's just a, a blithe denial of reality reflected in its, in its proposed budget. Do you think that they don't so, realize it, or you think that they just they, they don't care enough? Um, I think that they, um, I think that they have a, a, a mental model um, where money is always available. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I was looking at the budget um, before drafting our submission to to that budget or the proposed budget, and saw that it was drafted before the COVID crisis hit and before the lockdown happened. Mm. It's dated March 2020, mm. and mm-hmm. in the, in the in the introductory remarks, it says, you know, the operating environment hasn't changed much. It's pretty much the same as before. And so clearly the budget was drafted just on, on the basis of what, what, what's been done in all the previous years yeah. without taking into account the changes that have happened since then. So in other words, and, there have been no revisions to this since March, since before we were pummeled by this COVID-19 lockdown and the government yeah. uh, just making rules up as we go and and and. and. Uh, yeah. But but basically, so you you decided now that this is just enough, and we cannot. I mean, you either basically fight it or you lay down and take it. Correct? I mean, there's only two options. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Exactly. Yeah. And, so you've um, decided you know, to do the former, and I'm and I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, as as a residents association, you know, we we deal with small stuff. You know, we are yeah. in a local area, and we worry about potholes and broken pipes and that sort of thing. Mm. And we usually don't really interact with other residents' associations around us. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we could see that there was so much discontent about this. Um, you know, the chatter on the groups was great. Um, and, and, you know, people are fed up. And, you know, to be asked to, to stump up for more money and to pay more in rates and taxes and higher tariffs 
during a time when people are you know fighting for their survival and fighting to get food to eat is outrageous i think yeah um, so what we what we asked the city council to do is to follow the finance minister's advice to adopt a zero-based budgeting approach, which is where you reset all your budgets to zero, and then you start from zero and you look at what you really need to spend. That makes we sense. Also call them, yeah, and we also call them to, to reduce their expenditure budget by 10%, you know, just cut it down and make it fit. Um, you know, you, you can't just keep increasing your expenditure and, and just hope that the revenues will come because one day they won't come. But we see this too often in all forms of government, not only the city of Johannesburg, but I mean every level of government around the world seems to operate on the same thing, right? Where they just spend the money before they even know if it's there. And and it's a very dangerous game. And now because of this uh, COVID-19 situation all around the world, we are seeing um, problem after problem because this is how you, I mean, you wouldn't run a business this way. So why would you run a government this way? Yeah. And I think part of the reason why you can do that is because you you can push quite, quite far Mm. being in government. You know, you are able to take up uh, loans and credit and Mm -hmm. go quite far. Many governments are having to do that right now. Um, This is a new world that we're living in. But um, still, there there are limits to to how much you can finance unless you start printing money, which comes with risks of the burn. Which governments are also known to do. I mean, but that you're talking about at the federal level, but a local government doesn't have that same option, but they have other other things that they do. Now, uh, as a a resident, I I mean, I live in this area. This is is, uh, the area you represent, um, the Hmm. the Ferndale area. What, what can we do as residents to support you guys as you try and represent us and, and push? And I mean, this is 13 residents associations. Are these all in Randburg, by the way? I realize this is a two-part question, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> um, this is not, a, I think, a contiguous area. Uh-huh. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's various residents associations scattered uh, through the Randburg area okay. um, broadly. Yeah. Um, and I think what, what residents can do is actively support their own residents' association. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the constant battle for all of us, I think, is to get sign-ups and to get people to, to join up and contribute financially as well. And we realize that times are tough and it's difficult to do that. Yeah. But in many cases, you know, residents' association will appreciate even a, a monthly donation of five rand when times are tough. Absolutely. Increase it to, to 100 when you can afford more. And, you know, uh, give the people doing this work for you mm-hmm. on a voluntary basis without any remuneration yeah. uh, your support and, you know, and, and help them, back them up, I help mean, them fight for you. It's very, it's very, uh, very important here, I believe, to note that uh, you have, uh, you all have other jobs, right? This isn't your full-time job. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So you're doing this uh, because you, you're, you're trying to represent the community in which you live and, and, and yeah. your, your neighbors and your friends. And it's very important what you guys are doing here. So thank you very much for that. And I just, I'll let you go because I know you're busy and um, we're going to get to the news in a minute. But I just want to point out before we go, and I'll give mm-hmm. you the, the last uh, chance to, if you want to say something or whatever, but uh, we have a, a website, Brian Fern, B-R-Y-A-N-F-E-R-N.co.za. Uh, that right. that is the website for for this association. If you want to support it, if you want to find out more about it, I mean, there's the green belt. There's all kinds of things that happen in this area, mm-hmm. and I just want to also point out while I've got you on the phone, the security companies in this area are on point. By the way, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they just it doesn't matter which one you call. You can call Beagle Watch, for instance, and you'll get you know two other ones along with them because they all seem to work yeah. together. And I think that's uh, also a, a testament to what you guys do. Um, yeah, so I think it's a question of try, striking the balance between cooperation and competition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we do have two strong companies, you know, with special ops being the endorsed security provider right and they're, now. They're brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's working quite well. I called, uh, I, in fact, I called special ops the other night because there was a situation going on uh, close by uh, with a vehicle okay. on the road. And uh, Beagle Watch came before special ops arrived. But then within a minute and a half, both companies had about six vehicles each. And, wow. Uh, so, I mean, it <laughs> was incredible. A, yeah, it, it was quite a quite a situation. Uh, but I mean, they did that to protect themselves and protect the, the residents. So I'm very happy about that. That makes me feel very good to to live in the area that you represent. Uh, John, okay. thank you for joining us. I realize we could talk about everything under the sun, but maybe we can chat again uh, mm-hmm. next. Well, I, there's other, actually other things we need to chat about, but I wanted to just cover this quick because it is making news. And uh, thanks again. Super. Thank you very much for calling. Thank All right. You. Have a great day.